You're listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast, where we tell honest and encouraging stories about people whose lives have been transformed by the gospel. I'm Stephen Bush with the Austin Stone Story Team. From the Field is a series of stories about people from the Austin Stone who are sharing the gospel around the world. Today we will hear from Joe and Taylor. After serving in their location for only a few months, a tragedy struck their family. Here's their story about how they persevered on the field and stayed in their region. Well, I'm Joe. And I'm Taylor. And we're serving in Central Asia. So for us, going from the States to Central Asia was kind of a process that started about five years ago. And we were actually in Wyoming at the time. We were being discipled by some people who had a heart for the nations. We had the opportunity to go on short-term trips. And through that, the Lord spoke to us to go particularly to this country in Central Asia. Before leaving, our perception was like, oh, we're going to go to Central Asia and it's going to be hard and we're going to just love to suffer because it's for Jesus and we're tough and and it's going to be kind of glamorous. Like, you know it's going to be hard, but it's going to be kind of awesome. And then we got there and (laughs) it was mostly just horrible. The third week we were there, we miscarried our first baby. It was completely unexpected and the worst thing that's happened to me. I just remember thinking, like, I've sacrificed everything for you, Lord. We're in this country we don't know anything about. We don't know the language. What is happening? Why is this the timing? And so those next few months, for both of us, but especially for me, were so hard. I've never been so low. Since then, it's just been hard. Nearly every day is a struggle. Sometimes it's just kind of miserable and depressing and lonely and you kind of think going in like I'm just going to be faithful I'm going to be spending hours in prayer I'm going to go to the Lord and it's going to be okay and sometimes you don't and it's just like that's the reality going through struggles like that and being really weak there's a desire to kind of hide that and not be honest about that the Lord really just convicted me like that's not who's blessed In Psalm 32, 2, it says, Blessed is the man in whose heart there's no deceit. The one that's blessed is the one whose heart is true. There's no deceit in his heart. For me, it's, you know, crushing. And it's more than I can handle. But the Lord's with me, and the Holy Spirit is in me, and I can trust Him. I can trust Him to lead me. That's why there's confession. That's why there's grace. That's why Jesus had to finish the work. Because we can't, like, we can't finish the work. He had to. Through, like, our miscarriage, I I trusted in the Lord's sovereignty, I would say, before. But after that event, I just had to choose. Either is God good and He has this bigger plan and He purposed this? Or is this a random event? Maybe God's not good because why would he allow that like if he allowed it he's not sovereign all these things I had to really really wrestle through and yet the Lord met me there and just gave me such an assurance of his sovereignty 
that he purposed these things, planned them, and wasn't surprised by them. Like, they weren't an accident. And that gives so much freedom, so much freedom, more than I've felt, and such a deeper association with Jesus and his whole life of suffering, being away from his community with the Father and the Spirit. I've never really had much suffering in my life, praise the Lord. But now in that, I get to associate with him more, which is harder, but sweeter. (laughs) For our marriage, it has done good things. You know, really going through some intense sort of emotional situations and developing like deeper trust and deeper affection for each other through that. I think with the depths of some of the lowness that we have felt, it's caused like so much more vulnerability between us and like freedom. <laughs> like, this is who I really am today. It's horrible and low and messy and you're still loving me and giving me grace, that's been just amazing in our marriage overseas. Just in the short time we've been in Central Asia, we've seen people who are open to the gospel, people who are brand new believers, and so God can redeem them. The Lord called us here, and He has a purpose for us, and we're not gonna mess around. You know, God created this people, and they're special people. There's a remnant among this people that the Lord's going to redeem and that will worship Him. It's so hopeful that, like, eternity is waiting for us and then for, hopefully, millions of Central Asians. And no matter what great and grand things the Lord has for us or hard and horrible things He has for us, eternity is what's waiting for us. And I think that, more than anything else, keeps me going. And we got a new baby coming. So, <laughs> did I tell you that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Definitely thankful for that. Join us next week as we continue our new series from the field. We will hear from a goer who learned that his own words alone cannot persuade the people he was sharing the gospel with to follow Jesus. I think the biggest challenge was suddenly realizing, of how am I supposed to convince these people? And I remember very early on walking down the streets, feeling depressed, feeling like I'd made the biggest mistake of my life. And then that's whenever it struck me, look, the only way these people are going to believe is if God opens their eyes, if God draws them. If you have been moved by this story and feel led to support the work of these goers financially, you can find more information at austinstone.org forward slash send. The Austin Stone Story Team is a ministry of the Austin Stone Community Church. You can find more of our stories at austinstone.org forward slash stories. Thank you for listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast. We will see you next week.